Hello and welcome to the Body Surf Podcast with your budgie boys, Tim and Oe, hydrated by Hairy Man Brewery. It's great to be back. Oh, welcome back, Tim. I can't believe I remembered how to say that. Well, it's been a long time. It's it's we must have so much to talk about. Yeah. Oh, actually, <laughs> the rundown's looking pretty empty. We actually did a rundown tonight, which is good from us. We scribbled a few notes here and there, and we're we're ready to get into it. Oh, are we? Uh, no. I've been away for a while. I've been over in Britain. Britannia? I, I don't know what's going on there. Is it Britain? I don't know. Well, yeah. You did a little Google search before. We tried to work out, is it is it a state? Is it a country? Is it a union? Yeah. Well, now with, with Brexit, yeah. it's, it's confusing because it was part of the UK. Yeah. And now it's... Well, it's it's still lingering, but soon it may not be. Well, the Prime Minister's an ex-soccer player now, isn't he? <laughs> Boris? Yeah, Boris. I have seen some great footage of him at, like, functions, little, like, press things. And he loves a drink, doesn't he? But he's always playing, like, soccer or football, rugby, yeah. with kids, and he always smashes them. <laughs> There's so much footage of him just like putting the shoulder And he's in. a big boy too, yeah, isn't he? Yeah, That's good. It's good. I, listen, I don't know if he can run the country, but he <laughs> sounds like an all right bloke. He'll give it a go. Yeah, give What's it a the go. worst that can happen? Exactly right. Now, what were you doing over there? Were you just on a holiday or did you... I wanted you to compete in the, uh, the competition. Well, yeah. That just finished yesterday. Oh, so that's why you couldn't compete because you weren't there. And also, I'm not getting in that water. It well, looks freezing. The water here is as cold at the moment, I reckon, Tim. I don't know about that. Well, you haven't been in for the last eight <laughs> weeks. That's true. So how would you know? Uh, it's actually like, temperature over there is great. It was about 30 degrees in London. Well, heat wave. They must have been stripping off in the streets. It was It was a bit like that. No one knows how to handle it because they don't get that sort of weather very often. Of so course. No aircon. Uh, yeah, actually... You- you're so right there. There wouldn't be aircon. I didn't pack any shorts. <laughs> and they wouldn't sell them over there, <laughs> no. obviously. What are they? <laughs> um, but the water yeah. still looked freezing. It looked... You, you didn't go there in there either. There was about four people swimming at Brighton Beach one day. <laughs> and they were like daredevils. Yeah, right. They looked cold. Well, I mean, I was hoping that you would get in the water over there, Tim, because we have a little date with uh, some other teams for Wompoff in just three weeks' time, pretty much, and we haven't done any practice. Well, I sent out a message to our group chat the other day saying, <laughs> who wants to go do some laps? Yeah, no. Start training for Wompoff? No. I've been very busy, Tim. You know? <laughs> Doing what? <laughs> Lots of things. Running, <laughs> running a few. I've been running. Run, I've got two Facebook and um, Instagram pages to run, Tim. It's a very, very stressful time in my life. You know how are the pages going? They are they're going okay actually. We've um, Budgie Boys is going good. Well, I wanted to ask because I've seen this thing ever since I started following Dick Gliders. A lot of um, I think a lot of their friends have started following me. Yeah, and they do this thing, and it's actually really cool. But it's funny. They do this thing where they do shout outs, mm. get us over the line, yeah. get us to five hundred likes, get us to mm. one thousand likes. And it works. And we we got behind Dick Gliders and we had that campaign going and uh, they got over the line that night. That's right. But why don't we do it for Budgie Boys? We need some love. I don't think we need it, Tim, to be honest. <laughs> That's I, so like, cocky. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
listen, they've been doing the shout outs and whatever else. And I've just had a little look here on my, on my telephono and they're at 671 followers and we've got 657. So we're not that far behind. What is, what is the handle? Or their handle. No, our one. Or at Budgie Boys, obviously. Yeah, get That's, on it. Yeah, you get on it, guys. Because, listen, I think we post pretty good content, mm. right? But we've been getting followers, probably one or two a day, and it doesn't seem like much to the Nick Brabots and the Corey Sainsbury's of this world. But one or two a day is good when we're not posting. You've been away. We've been on hiatus. It's We've pumped out the same belly... Slater interview for the last eight weeks <laughs> with no extra content, but for some reason people keep following us. Yeah, uh, I even asked you to put the extra Connie T at the end of the last episode, and we followed out. I listened to the whole thing. Oh, here comes the extra Connie. No Connie T there. Yeah, exactly. I had to go and post people. I post on YouTube. I hope you don't mind Belly, but your alter ego is on YouTube now. It's because I posted all those podcasts while I was away at like. Hong Kong airport <laughs> with horrible Wi-Fi. Sucking back an iced Milo, I hope. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> because that's the only place you can get Milo on tap is at Hong Kong. I think Singapore airport do it as well. I think in Indonesia, they often have Milo drinks. I'm not sure if they do an iced one, but they do have like oh, like ice cream Milo and things like that. They do everything in those Asian countries. They, they love milk. Yeah. And they love Milo. But is it milk? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Because I ain't seen a cow once in Indonesia. <laughs> I like, have, but they're quite small. Well, that's it. They're like, we went to Indonesia uh, about ten years ago, and we're in Lombok, and I did not. We're there for two weeks. I didn't see one cow, and for some reason, the girls while we were there wanted to have um, a musaman beef. I, I went red, like red flag girls. Have you seen a cow? And they're like, no, no, it'll be fine. It had rocks in it. It was dog. I'm certain it was dog. So dog actually doesn't taste too bad. It's a bit stringy. I think if you're going to have dog, a musaman's the way to do it. Oh, yeah, of course. The curry's going to mask the... Yeah. Um, Slow-cooked dog. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure even Jamie Oliver could pull that off. Oh, for sure. I mean, really, if push comes to shove and you're going to eat nothing or, or dog, you'd eat the dog easily. Well, you know, there's some people in the world that don't eat any meat and, and hearing that would probably upset what? them. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Who doesn't eat meat? I wonder if there's any body surfers that don't eat meat because... Are there any vegan body surfers? Is it vegan or vegan? It's vegan. (laughs) I heard someone say vegan the other night as well. Yeah. What was it on a radio show we're Um, listening to? It must have been someone from Newtown. (laughs) (laughs) I heard someone say vegan and I I thought it was a joke, but they were being serious. Darth Vegan? (laughs) (laughs) I've been sitting on these jokes... (laughs) For weeks, Tim. Yeah, mate, they're not done. We should have a hiatus more often. (laughs) We need to retool this show. (laughs) So, yeah, I want. What is the the optimum body surfing diet? Now, a Nick Robot would tell us protein all the way. (laughs) You should ask him how his knee's going, by the way. Well, we've got some news on that later on in the show. That's right. So stay tuned for that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. What is the the optimum body surfing diet? I I would say it. Hungry Jacks has definitely got to be in there. <laughs> Being the Whopper Wamper, I have to. <laughs> I have to get the plug in there. You have had all these locked and loaded. I'm <laughs> yeah. so impressed. Thanks, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually trying to be serious. Yeah, I know I you know are. Because yeah, well, you wrote a run sheet, and I'm like, no, nah, stop that. Dietitians will talk about high carb 
diets, high protein diets, um, if for swimmers. And but they're training a lot. They're doing laps day in day out, and they're burning it all off. Yeah. But for someone like me, a casual wampa, mm. I, I don't know. I, I've got to just have a, a regular diet. Yeah. And that's just what a bit of chicken and a bit of veg. Yeah, I, I think you want a a, a high protein diet mm. to keep nice and lean, as lean as you can, and then maybe a little carb load before a big session. Right. Get that get that energy pumping. Now, I'm no expert, but that's what I think you should do. <laughs> bit of Red Bull? Red Bull here and there, obviously. I'm off the Red Bull. What? I'm off everything. No. Yeah. I'm getting, what, I said, when? remember, I said I was going to get fit after I got back. I'm self started. Three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Three week cleanse. Well, yeah, I've got, I've cut out like sugars. I've cut out m- most bad carbs, and then I'm just eating clean. Well, I actually got uh, food poisoning last week, so that's a quick way to lose a couple of kilos. So, <laughs> yeah. hot tip. How's your fitness going? Oh, terrible. Yeah. No, well, it's better than terrible. Slightly better than terrible. Probably. Um, I did tell you, I don't know if I've told the listeners, I did break my ankle. Mm. Um, so my ankle was injured surfing the island about eight weeks ago now. Didn't go to the doctor, obviously. Uh, thought it was just a couple of ligaments strained, but um, turns out that it was a hairline fracture. So when I went to the doctors, it was about six weeks in and she said, I think you've got a broken ankle. Um, might be good to go and get a scan on that. Scan revealed, broken ankle. Went back to the doctor. She said, well, there's nothing we can do about it now. You should have been in a boot. But it's healed now, so lucky you. Um, So it's taken a little bit longer to heal than it should have. But uh, yeah, just in the last week, it's come come good. So I think I'll be all right for the fin sprint. Well, that was my next question. Uh, Where did you... What what place did you run in the fin sprint? You you were sort of at the, the back end, weren't you? You were like third or fourth? Oh, in our individual yeah, team. Yeah. yeah. So it went you. <laughs> we were at the same end. So I ran third. Okay. I pushed you to start, remember? <laughs> Tim, you can start now. That, that was it. It was like All right, guys, you can start now, Ricky on the on the megaphone. And Tim's paused. One, two. You just didn't you didn't want to have the false start. I get it. Yeah. I get it. But I I mean, we came third and I don't think the the late start would have got us any closer because we were quite a long way behind didn't you break it down and you worked out i was about two or three seconds slower than the fastest person <laughs> yeah but a lot of people were so yeah. i mean no, 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 yeah. I'm, not, I'm just saying like simon from the goldie sliders was is still running <laughs> <laughs> i'm just asking would two or three seconds have made a difference yeah yeah yeah, yeah it probably would have it would have we would have been a lot closer but i mean Jesse was slower than you, and he didn't have a false start. So, well, I, we, were, we were going to save our womp off talk to the end of the show, and I, I've got a lot of questions about this, and I want to know if I can please not run this year. Well, yeah, you, you, since last year, you have been been asking not to be part of uh, this year's fin sprint, and I've got some good news for you, Tim. <laughs> You've been fired from the team. You've been dropped. You've been cut. Cut. There will be uh, no need for your services this year. Uh, but uh, listen, I think we should think back to all the good times we had together. <laughs> so I've, I've put together a little montage package. <laughs> so wouldn't mind playing it? <laughs> Just push play on it. I don't actually have a montage package. Um, but you know, we've got our two wild cards this year in the team. And 
it looks like at least one of them will be faster than you. Yeah. We maybe on the day we'll we'll put our fins on and we'll have a little sprint on the day just to work out if they actually are. I've got one sprint in me. Uh, if you want me to run, I'm only running once. <laughs> Well, I think all of us only have one sprint in us. I mean, we did our la- we had a little beach sprint earlier this year at Maroubra, so you could say we have form on the track. But that wasn't without we we weren't wearing fins. No, that's right. And you were pretty good over the first twenty five. And that's all I have to do. That's right. But with fins. But with fins, yeah. But we also have have we announced this? We we have a new member of the Budgie Boys. Do we? Well, it's kind of only for... Oh, that's right. Yeah. This An honorary member. Yeah. yeah. But like, there's so much drama going on, I feel, with people doing swaps and trades and people jumping ship and getting on a team. And, and I think this is due to the fact that um, they're really coming hard on uh, doing, doing things right this year, not having massive teams not yeah. having multiple teams and i think that worked out well and uh, yeah well let's let's save this for our womp off chat yeah yeah sure sure but yeah pretty pretty cool uh I don't know, lineup yeah yeah definitely all the all the team changes are, are very interesting this year it yeah. should it should make for a good competition i am very concerned for bait bay <laughs> that's huge chat because they are such a big team. How many members do they have? Like 60 people? No, over 100. 100 people. Yeah. And they've got to make a team of 10. Yeah. Like, we didn't have to worry about that. Like, I'm, I'm sure... Like, we have eight people in our team and I almost got cut. <laughs> Imagine if you had 100. Yeah, like, what right. are your chances? Well, to be fair, one of the members of our team doesn't body surf. <laughs> <laughs> so, you're definitely in front of him. <laughs> The only time he's ever body surfed, surfed is in competition. I actually, he's he's away at the moment and I lent him a, a hand plane. Um, oh, to train to, with? To train with while he's, <laughs> he's uh, where is he? He's... Wait a second. Didn't you give him the grom? No, I gave him the belly. Oh, yeah, all right. The beachy. Okay. Yeah, the belly beachy. And uh, I think he was like, oh, that's that's a hand plane I can get around. Yeah. He loves a bit of belly, so uh, yeah, he'll give that a go and, and see how, how he... Yeah, mate, but that's the thing. I sort of didn't want him to do it Yeah, because I wanted... To, the only time he ever <laughs> body surfs is at Wompoff. <laughs> we did have that one surf before Wompoff right. last year, but did he? I think he took the bodyboard out. No, because it was bad surf. It was really bad, And yeah. that's why he was going to, but he's like, nah, screw it, I'll just have a body surf. If it's, if it's anything over like three foot, he'll take his booger out. Yeah, that's right. Well, in competition, he won't be able to, but... Um, <laughs> he'll still try. He'll try. He'll try. All right, let's save our Wompoff chat to the end of the program and let's get back to our rundown. This, the white piece of paper in front of me, yeah, yeah. is that what this is? So we started the show talking about Instagram and Instagram is such a, a crazy tool for the body surfing community because everyone's on it. Everyone posts content. And everyone knows each other by their Instagram handles. And it's a good way of keeping up to date with, with what's happening all around the world. And there's been three big competitions that have gone down. I've only got two written down. Oh, really? Yeah. You've what's the third? Oh. oh, you can do it. If okay. you've got the info, you got the intel, mate. You yeah, go so for it. So the big three. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so there was the Flat Rock International. No, no, invitational. Oh, invitational. Yeah, yeah, no, not international. Was I there any was... international surfers there? Lisa, I'm sure there was. I don't have. I don't names. think there was. I think they were all Australians. Okay. Well, where was our invite? <laughs> Lost in the post. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, you do shit. Don't bother coming. <laughs> 
But it looked really good. And, um, well, Owie, do you want to take us through the... The place getters? The pl- <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Um, I just want to say again, they're very lucky that Ulga wasn't <laughs> in the country this year. <laughs> you know? And then it would have been an international competition. Well, that's right. It would have been the first competition. He, like, he, he must have got an invite. He must have. The only reason he wasn't there is because he wasn't in the country. He's been away for so long. Yeah. I actually um, had a surf with Uga the other day. Uh, Corey posted some pictures of it. He ended up on the um, on the dry reef out the island. It was quite funny. Uh, but he was saying that um, in Serbia, he could live like a king on, on the money that he gets from Kiel. But in Australia, he scratches to make a living. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. You know, it's just like, just living out here in Sydney, it's just hard. Well, I'll tell you what, and I don't want to get too political, but I would find it very hard living in London for the exact same reasons. Yeah. I think I think everyone there is just trying to survive. Yeah. Um, and they're not getting anywhere. That's right. I feel like that in Sydney sometimes as well, but at least I can sort of stretch my legs every once in a while. We're just... Body surfers in a big world, Tim. Yeah, I don't know. We can't all trade crypto. It's hard. You know, we're just trying to make a living. Here we are doing a podcast. Yeah, we get a free board every now and then, but it doesn't pay and the rent. Really, that's all I need. That, yeah, exactly right. When we started this podcast, that was that was our main thing. We wanted, well, obviously, we wanted to interview Belly, which we got to do. The second one was free shit. <laughs> And we got some free shit. We've done all right. It's been good. But you know, and we are very, very thankful for that. Oh, absolutely. Um, every time I get something for free, I'm I'm so stoked. And I'm always like, no, no, no. But I secretly want it. You yeah. secretly want something nice, don't well, you? I don't even use a hand plane and I've got four hand planes now. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you've been out a couple of times with the hand plane. Oh, I use it. But like, say, for, for comps, I wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And you know what? It's, it's interesting. Um, I think that's where body surfing is kind of going back to that more freestyle with without the hand plane even like i've no i've been trying to work out lately over the last uh, couple of weeks um what our identity is uh in australia as body surfers are we big wave surfers are we handboard specialists um and then even Corey, who um, has been surfing quite a lot with um, with a handboard. Uh, is every time I surf with him now, he's trying to go free um, and chuck in a couple of spins and get his body to contort and use his arms. And um, but is that dictated by what the surf is doing? Well, see, I'm not sure whether it's um, whether it's the breaks that we have here. Uh, in Australia compared to the breaks that are overseas or it's the um, equipment that we have or it's even our history as um, as body surfers like I, I guess you just imitate what you see and if you're seeing other people um, body surf with handboards you that's how you learn um, you learn to surf with a handboard and then it naturally becomes what you do uh, yeah, I'd, I'd just like to, I know we're kind of young in the, in the sport here compared to the Hawaiians and, um, and even the Americans in that sense. Uh, but I'd really like to kind of forge our identity as Australian body surfers. What are we known for and, um, and what does the world see us 
as as looking like because when i look at the hawaiians i'm like all right they're free surfers they i'd you'd rarely see them with a handboard in their hand and they're doing spins and flips and like the mexicans love a front flip like and in heavy surf and like australian guys just like going hard into a massive slab like even for me like i'll really go out if it's peely like even if it's big swirl and it's peeling i'm i'm not that interested like i want something over my head even if I'm definitely not going to make it out of the wave, I want something over my head and just get that snapshot um, that to get excited about and then get worked and worked and worked and worked and swim out and do it again. Um, yeah. What would you want Australia's identity to be? I'm not sure. Uh, like I think each individual has their own taste and flair for whatever they want to do. Um, but I'd like to, I'd like to think that we're probably known for going pretty heavy waves. Well, I'm, I'm thinking about, our, our pro surfers and, and the sort of stuff they do. They go big. Yeah. And I think that's that's where we're heading with body surfing. And to do that, I would argue you'd need a hand plane. If yeah. you if you want to go big, you want to get your line and you want to go straight, whether you get a barrel or not, a hand plane is probably required. Yeah, I think that's a good question for people like Corey and Ricky who go out Cape. Um, it'd be interesting to see them out there with without a hand plane. Yeah and see how it goes for him. I think Corey has been out there. Probably a few of the boys have been out there without hand planes, but um, I'm not sure whether they prefer that or not. Well, Corey. Yes. Came yeah. in fourth. That's right, he did. At the Flat Rock Invitational. Yeah, yeah. Fourth fourth place behind um, Glenn, Glendon Smith? Glendon I don't Smith? Know, I don't know Glendon. Um, so he came third, Glendon. Yeah, uh uh, Paul Cador, who is the captain of the East Sydney Body Surfers, came in second. Um, and then Owen Hancock came in first place, which is Owen Surfcraft on yeah, nice. the on the gram. And you're thinking if, if Uga was there... He would have given a shake, for sure. He would have been up there well. As well, he's just come off a, a big podium finish uh, up at Slidefest. I mean, for sure, for it, sure. So Uga's riding with Bait Bay for Wompoff? Yeah, yeah, he is. I mean, of course, we asked him. Well, I asked him. <laughs> I asked everyone. We, yeah. We've got about five body surfers in our team. We need everyone we can get our hands on. Um, yeah, no, but he's sticking, sticking true to the Bait Bay team. I wonder, though, if in the future he might compile a, a Keel team because there's plenty of Keel representatives out there. But they all have other commitments. That's right, yeah. It's going to be hard. Mm. I'm free if, if you need me. <laughs> hey, you're in our team. <laughs> Maybe not after 2019. Uh, okay, so the other competition, um, Point Panic in Hawaii. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, yeah, I've been following this on the Instagram, and I've got to say, and you mentioned this about about the Hawaiian style before, a lot of spins. Heaps of spins. They it's just love crazy. Spinning. How they, they they move on the wave and how they link their tricks. And, yeah. Oh, I'm excited to see what they're doing this year, um, what they'll be able to do at Maroubra. We yeah. saw what they did in Cronulla. Maroubra's pretty different wave. Mm. Um, but, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what we get on the day and what the Hawaiians can do with it. Well, see, that's the, that's the interesting thing about Maroubra. Um, a lot of sand at Maroubra and quite um, can be quite peaky which tends to jack up and throw on the sandbar. So um, 
if there is any sort of swell above that three, four foot, it's not going to be peely, um, especially if we get an offshore breeze. Um, so they're not going to be able to do those um, spins continually into more tricks because there's just not going to be enough ride time. Mm. Um, I, they'll I, adapt. They'll be able to do For sure, they definitely it. will. And um, I, one thing I did notice uh, that they were doing is riding through the wash. Uh, I think a lot of maybe Australian body surfers don't even think about riding through the wash because it's like, well, the wash is just, it's going to nowhere anyway. Um, but in, in Hawaii where you get um, point panic, uh, where it is a crumbly wave, like a lot of it is wash riding. And so they will do a flip or a spin and then continue to ride through the wash and then be caught in the wash and then pop out of yeah. the wash as well. So maybe that's something that we need to uh, implement for us uh, in our team is working out what to do um, when we run out of wave time uh, in the open face of the wave and continue the tricks or even the ride through the wash section. It was a unique wave, and Mm. I noticed they were riding it all the way to the shore, but there was these rocks. And I'm not sure if it was just the camera angle, but it was weird. It looked like they were going to hit these rocks, but then the wave kind of fizzled out, and they were able to just pull off. Well, I think that has something to do with the name Point Panic. Yeah. It's like you panic when (laughs) you start, the the rock face starts coming towards you. Um, So, yeah, I'm not sure if it goes down straight to rock face or there is a little kind of beach down there. I'm not exactly sure, um, but it does look like a, a nice little wave, nice in- interesting wave, but will be very different to um, Maroubra. Now, one Australian that was over there was Dean Jez from the East Sydney Body Surfers, and he actually went quite well. I think he made it to day two and nice. in the finals as well. So, awesome. And he was surfing um, yeah, like I hadn't seen him surf before. So that that's interesting. So watching him surf at uh, Tamarama or Bondi or something like that at a wave that's a lot quicker and... Um, uh, and jacks up uh, and and peel and barrels a lot more. Uh, he'll just throw himself into the section and not really do a lot of tricks or move um, movements. Uh, where here he was doing spins and um, going under the water and porpoising mm. and and popping out and things like that. So definitely can do it and is skilled enough to do it. But it's just interesting the two different ride styles from both con- continents. So different wave, different approach. Mm. Now, I don't know whether we as the Budgie Boys or the other teams are at a level. I'm sure individuals will be. But as a team, probably not all of us are going to be at a level where we can change our styles from wave to wave. I mean, for us, like Bondi's only really started uh, body surfing this year. Uh, (laughs) We took him out to Shark Island and he couldn't even turn left or right he didn't know how to do it went straight over the island quite funny uh but see so we've got um many different levels of skill in our team yeah and we need to just adapt to whatever happens on the day the other competition we did talk about this it was the what was it actually called just the, the oh s- yes is it fistral Fistral Beach, yeah. Fistral Beach. In the UK, you were going to compete. Comp- I signed you up and everything. Yeah, well, it actually just finished yesterday. Um, but we don't have any info on we it. We don't have any info. So if you competed or if you were there, if you know uh, what the outcomes are of that competition, if you could email us, that would be great. Tim and Oe at budgieboys.com. Um, yeah, we'd love some info on that because we'd like to update our listeners. Uh, I, I should have probably 
researched this and also made contact with the organisers, but I just the, it didn't link up. Well, there's a time difference, Tim. <laughs> they might not have finished yet. You know, it's so in the UK, it's yesterday. Yeah, I'm still running on. Now it works. No, I'm running on. Oh, so it's Sunday in in the UK. It's Monday here. I know the listeners are probably not listening to this right now, but it's Monday here. It's Sunday there. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, work? Does it work? I don't know. If you get down there now, <laughs> it'll work. So, yeah, some info on that would be great. Now, let's get into <laughs> Wompoff chat. We've been talking about it the whole podcast. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, we've got a bit of info yeah, to yeah. go through. Do we have a sound grab or something for that? Is there like a bell? Have or we something? ever had a sound grab? I oh, see. These are the things that you need to start working on, Tim. You've got a, you've got so much equipment here. You you're sitting there drinking out of your drink bottle, like thinking it's all happening. When we can have like little funny grabs, and you could just be stinging them all over the shop, but you don't want to do any of that. And then you turn up to like you know. Mitt and Muffy in the morning, yeah. and it's just going to be awful. Well, it can't make it much worse, but <laughs> Mitt and Muffy in the morning. Who's who's Mitt and Muffy? Well, I'm Mitt, and you're Muffy. <laughs> Tim, I shave. Thank you very much. Now, <laughs> you didn't like that joke. I, I, I don't know. It's just, you know how <laughs> radio duos always have silly nicknames. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get it. Uh, it wasn't. Facial hair or anything. Oh, okay. 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 Now, we do actually have some info here. Yeah, uh, Ricky cool. has sent us through uh, some last minute, um, info, well, the latest info. Uh, we are three weeks away. We're on the road to Womp Off here. And yeah, I, I asked him today just to give us a little update about what's happening. So, as we have it, there's 137 registered competitors uh, this year, which is a record. Wow. Uh, in th- the last three years, that it's doubled every year. Wow. Uh, which is... That's so cool. Insane. Um, so, there might be a few little wildcard entries to come. Uh, but at the moment, we're standing at 137, which kind of doesn't make mathematical sense if every team has 10 people in it. But does that include some of the wildcards? Yes, it must. Yeah. So, I wonder... Uh, what's going to happen with the unchosen wildcards? We've chose our wildcards. Should we? Should I? Should I tell the listeners what our wildcard? Well, Ricky, Ricky hasn't posted anything, so I won't post. Yeah. I won't say anything until he posts and lets everyone know. Um, but yeah, our wildcards. Uh, we got the first pick, so naturally we we chose the two best people for our team. Yeah, uh, we were actually going to go with. Now, uh, did we get first choice? Yeah, we got first choice. That's cool. Yeah. Because uh, Goldie Sliders, who technically should have had first choice, they've got a full team. That's right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah cool. Yeah. So we ended up getting... Uh, we were, And I haven't told you guys this, but we were going to get one of the... I don't think I told you. We we're going to get one of the girls, but she actually registered twice or was in the system twice. So she was in a team, but also in the wild cards. And then so we chose her, but she was actually already surfing for South Coast. Yes. So... Um, but we also have an honorary member who has joined us officially for Womp Off, so not a wild card, has officially joined the team, that's and right. that's Layla, which is really exciting. Um, and we'll try and get her on the podcast soon. But um, I'm excited to have her on the team, and I'm I'm keen to see her run. Can can she get <laughs> yeah, in the fin sprint? Right. Well, let's. We don't even know how the fin sprint's going to look this year. Is it going to look like the four man relay that it was, or is it Belly Slater length of Maroubra Beach and back again? Iron Man, Iron Woman affair. Because I think if it turns out to be that, 
you've got to say that the Bondi lifeguards will be red hot favourites. I don't think, uh, like, as much as Belly wants to change things up a bit and went on a very long rant yeah. about <laughs> uh, all the all the, the issues. The fastest thing on two fins, I believe he said. <laughs> what does he? He wants to ban DMC fins <laughs> because they're too flexible. He's got a point. He's got a great point. Uh, but we 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 had our like I had different fins for the fin sprint than well, I had. You, you when probably I was shouldn't competing. say that on the podcast because I'm pretty sure that was illegal last year. Really? Yep. Well, no one told me. Yep. Well, if you didn't hear it, you can't get in trouble for it, right? But also, like, it wasn't going to help us much, anyway. No, that's right. So, um, yeah, I, I think it's going to be exactly the same format for the fin sprint. What was it? Twenty five meters. Yeah. And. Um, and if Layla wants to crack, or if some of our wild cards, they might be some fit boys or some um, fit girls that can can run um, in their fins. That would be amazing. But the main thing we need to talk about is the after party. <laughs> yes, that's right. Now, I'll, just before we talk about the after party, I will say that um, just by continuing to read like I should, because we have notes, um, there's a few spot le- spots left for the wild cards team. That's why there's an odd number. So I think there might be three spots left for the wild cards team. Um, and that will take the t- total competitors to 140 and will be set. Now, the getting back to the main point of issue, if that is right. That's the after party, Tim. And it's going to be held at the One Drop Brewery in Botany, Botany Bay. Botany, yeah, yeah, Botany, yeah. So mm. it's it's um, it looks like a great venue. Yeah, yeah. I had a little look at it just then. Uh, I was actually going to go for lunch the other day, but I got caught up. I think the South Coast Chompers said that there was a burger. One of their local burger joints was going to be up there, and they've been getting on the craft beers lately. Oh, they, they have. They yes. love it. Yeah, they do. Yeah, that's right. They have been loving it. Oh, Harambe. He has been getting in the crafties, <laughs> but he doesn't like he doesn't like to go too far out there. He just likes nice stock standard craft beer, nothing too crazy, no sours or anything like that. Yeah. Because I told him to drink the, there was a cucumber flavoured Kolsch that was at the Blind Bear the other day. Delicious beer. And he was like, no, it's not happening. And I I, I get it. I get it. You're new to craft beer, mate. Don't go jumping into the the Kolsch if you you can't handle it. But I'm guessing uh, One Drop will have plenty to choose from. Yeah, heaps of beer to choose from. I wonder if we'll be getting um, the same kind of thing as last year. There was two beers you can choose from and that's it. And mm. then drink until they're done. And and then get on to the uh, Espresso Martinis. Oh, of course. My favorite <laughs> soccer player, Espresso Martinez. <laughs> uh, so there's actually only 50 spots remaining for the after party. There's 150 people signed up for it. Which wow. is yeah. So there's more people coming to the after party than competitors. Yeah, yeah. That's great. Yeah, so it's going to be a big party. I um, love that so much. Yeah, That's so, so cool. So 50 more spots remaining uh, for the after party. And that is the main event, really. If you're not going to come on the day to watch the body serving, just make sure you're there for the after party. Because <laughs> heaps more fun. I mean, <laughs> like the Cobras will be blazed out the front like they were last year. Timmy, you'll ha- <laughs> bring some broad. <laughs> And I'll end up at a, um, uh, who was it? In Excess Covers Band. That's really? Where, yeah, I ended up, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. It was good. I, was, I think I was with Dane Torres as well. Nice. Yeah, one of the, one of the boys. Uh, good body surfer. Bloody good body surfer. Yeah. But yeah, he was... Um, Tore the head off a few as well. Oh, of course. Lovely. 
It's funny because we we started the show talking about fitness and you know what to eat, and then like we end the show with just getting blind and drinking a well, lot. That's what of body beer. surfing is about. It's about having fun and having a couple of brews. Yeah, it's just annoying that like Corey can have a hundred pop ales and still look like the way he does, super fit. He is eighteen. <laughs> yeah, I guess I probably used to look yeah, like, like that. Yeah, like like if you look photos of look at photos at us, yeah. at photos of us when we're eighteen, we look exactly the same. Um, on that, the 50 spots remaining, they're open to everyone. So even if you don't know anyone, just come along. <laughs> Absolutely. Come <laughs> yeah. say good day. Come say good day. Uh, now, there's a few more points uh, to get through before we finish up. Coogee Beach is the official backup location if the swell is too large. Now, because uh, it's a, a council-affiliated event, and this was going to happen last year, if the swell gets above a certain size, the council won't let us run it officially. Um and by us, I mean Ricky and Warham Plains. And uh, even through surfing New South Wales now, there has to be some safety guidelines in place. And so I'm not sure what size swell it is, but I'm guessing it's probably five, six feet. If it starts getting above that range, there has to be a backup location. And that will be Coogee Beach. Now, I think that that is absolutely ridiculous because Coogee Beach is a shore dump. Have you ever surfed Coogee Beach? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a shore break. <laughs> like, so if they're like, if they're worried about safety, I mean, just going to the next worst possible beach in Sydney for neck injuries, why not? But the good thing is we're right next to Coogee Pav, so. Yeah. It's, <laughs> finish your heat, up to the Pav, a couple of beers, come back down. Ready to go. Well, I think that was my problem last year. I had a few too many. And um, this year, I might I might save it for the after party. Yeah, save, save yourself. Especially because we've got to drive and, and things like that. That's right. Last year, it was a walking affair. We yeah. were all kind of local and, and whatever else. Uh, Ricky said he's still working on the exact run sheet. Um, but he's most likely going to be starting with the individual heats this year. Mm. Followed by the tricks event. And then followed by the length of ride event at the end uh so that's what we really got confused about last year what to do in what mm. heat and like so you were in and out in a yeah. in an instant yeah you were back on the beach before anyone had even caught a wave yeah i caught the first wave uh of one pop last year and uh, i because i was so confused because i was like we don't have a lot of time i want to make sure all the team gets through it but that's part of the charm of this competition you, you've got to work as a team and you've got to work out who's riding where and who's going to have so much time and and, and all that sort of thing but you do generally have time for two waves yeah in in the team competition so yep. this year I'll, I'll do um, a bit better in that area and have a bit of a crack but yeah i thought it was just so funny just catching the first wave and it was horrible and i remember captain kookman was just like oh he's going it oh geez what's this he was so shocked and then i just ran in and <laughs> someone else took over <laughs> now will you be swimming in a wetsuit or Absolutely. our fresh new budgies remember what i did last year i just stayed in the wetsuit all day i didn't get out of it and if i got too hot i would just have a quick dip, cool That's off, right. and then hang up the beach. Because you're not in the water that long. Yeah, You're really spending a lot of time just hanging on the beach. So it, the weather's still going to be pretty chilly. The water's going to be freezing. It'll be cold. So wetsuit all the way. But a lot of people last time were in the, mm. their sluggos. And that's totally fine. And if you want to do it, go for it. I'm just... I get so cold. Um, but like Jesse, Woofo, yeah. Robbie, they were all in budgies. 
Yeah, that's right. Well, maybe we can do the um, barrel pig this year and just stay in a wetsuit the whole weekend. <laughs> Up at um, Womp Camp, I don't think he got out of it. He slept in it and then He was ate in the in water it. a lot. I he guess, was so. in the water. He loves the water. Uh, so there's a, actually a few more teams joining this year. Oh, cool. So the Handy Irons, which is from Sydney. I don't know who's in the Handy Irons, uh, but they're captained by Dan Flanagan. So Handy Irons are in. The Southern Ocean Scavengers. Southern Ocean Scavengers from Victoria. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we're going we're going Australia-wide. Uh, and that's cap- captained by Matthew Price. Now, one T in Matthew. Interesting. Matty Price. Yeah, Matty Price. Uh, Nick Brabot will be joining the judging panel because he's injured. Oh, and you yeah. had a problem with that. No, no. I don't have a problem at all. Um, I think he will be very... Impartial, and uh, I think I think actually because we know him a little bit now, he might you know keep an eye out for us. So I'm going to be going, oh Nick, check it, watch it. Yeah, well that's right. Yeah, we got kind of we didn't we didn't get too much love with the with the judges last year. I think that's because we were dicking around for a lot of it. Well, that's right. <laughs> that's right. And I wrote a pipo. <laughs> You <laughs> caught about 20 shorts. <laughs> yeah, mate. I was the only person to get covered up <laughs> in that whole competition. I scored no points. Well, as you May say, God have mercy on my soul. It's it's always overhead when it's Shoreys and well, Cronulla. That's right, yeah. And there will be another special guest uh, to be announced on the judging panel very soon. Uh, and he asked if we could put the word out for a third judge. Oh! So... We're going to ask the community right now who they think the third judge should be for Wompop. Now, I know Billy Slater will have an opinion on this, but we are looking for you guys to uh, just ask ask yourself, who do you think would give your team the most points? Because that's really what it is. You want someone who's going to favour you. Really, I want Robbie to, be the, Robbie to be the judge. He knows nothing about body surfing, so therefore he has to judge everything as he sees it. I, you know, you, you mentioned Belly. We'll probably have a few things to say about this. He hasn't officially signed up. Yeah. Could he be a judge? That's right. Or yeah. Would that kill him too much? Not being yeah. Involved? Uh, yeah, I think so. Because think... even Robot having this injury, I'm sure that must be hard for him not being involved. He's been a big part of this competition from the start, um, and it's great that he's on the judging panel and still being able to get involved. But it must be hard watching from the sideline. Yeah. Especially with right. an injury. Now Belly just hasn't signed up. Mm. Now. I'm sure he will. He might come in last minute, whatever. But he he would be a great judge. Mm, yeah, he knows um, he knows the comp. He knows all the teams. Um, yeah, that could what, be interesting. But think outside the box. What about like Mike Goldman? I'm yeah. Well, okay. Here's one. <laughs> yeah, Andrew Johns. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because there's 50 spots left at the after party, and I'm sure if Andrew Johns was one of them, it would get lit real quickly. No, I'm to- oh, no, I'm making a reference to the film Newcastle. Oh yes, of course. <laughs> He's on the judging panel with he like is. Lane Beachley. That's right. <laughs> yes. Now that is a good point, Tim. But we also get the the positive of having in the after party. But why or why don't we get uh, an East player? Yeah, we could get an East player. Yeah, you want someone with a brain in their head though, Tim. You Coop, know? Coop, Cooper Cronk. Yeah. Pretty smart guy. Yeah, you see though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, okay. He is probably the best football player of, our, of the modern generation. Now, I know people will say Cameron Smith, but if you think back to the only series that Queensland lost during the dynasty, it was when Cooper Cronk was injured. 
And who won last year's grand final yeah. with a broken shoulder? Yeah. Was it Cam Smith? No. Oh, sorry. It was Cooper Cronk. That's right. The rooster. So if you really want to, and I'm a New South Welshman through and through. Don't get me wrong. Joey Johns is king. But of the modern era, it's Cooper Cronk. Well, I think. Don't email me. I think a Roosters player would be very funny on the panel. Yeah. Someone that doesn't know much about the sport, but can can still have a crack and, and be impartial and and not really know what's going on at all, let alone, you know, all the semantics with all the teams and stuff. Yeah, that's right. We could, you could get anyone, anyone that you can think, why don't you tag them? When we post this episode, tag them below and say, listen, you need to get on board with judging the Womp Off. One of the Bondi boys would be really cool, one of the lifeguards, but they've got a team, so they'll be taking it really seriously. That's right, yeah, yeah. So you don't want anyone who's kind of affiliated with a team. That's the only problem. So um, you want someone impartial uh, that's going to judge the uh, judge the competition fairly because that's what it's about. Who, it's about having fun. So is Mike Goldman from that area? Does he live yeah, in Yeah, Goldie Mike lives down there. Or does he, is he a manly boy? He could be a manly boy. I know his dad's a manly boy. It would be hard to have him there and not get him on a microphone. He would want to MC. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he does love the sound of his voice, and he has a great voice. Golden tonsils. Oh, golden, golden tonsils. Don't worry about John Laws. <laughs> Get Mike Goldman. He's the real gold man. Exactly. That's right. Uh, who else? I, I like this game. <laughs> McGee. <laughs> Any cast member from the OC would be great. What's that? Oh, oh, yeah. Wouldn't that be great? You know how like every like year maybe two big celebrities comes to Australia for, for no apparent reason yeah, no plugging, one knows why they're plugging perfume or something like yeah. Paris Hilton will come yeah. out Snoop Dogg will come out imagine if they were just at the beach that day and they're like what's going on and they were like a guest judge well, someone right. huge yeah well look, when um, when Conan O'Brien came down yes <laughs> you know uh, Sasha Baron Cohen did Borat yes down here as well so it's like yeah you just get someone to turn up for the day be a guest judge, chuff off. Everyone's happy. Great publicity for them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll have you know a few people watching their film. Like say Will Ferrell had a film to promote. Yeah, he would come and do it. <laughs> Footy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how big you think body serving is in this country. Well, it Jim. depends how bad the Will Ferrell film is. <laughs> yeah, if it's anything like um, Holmes and. <laughs> that, yeah. that that thing was a piece of shit. That was the worst film so, I've ever seen. So if he was plugging that, he would probably come in and, and uh, judge a body surfing comp. Yeah. yeah, why not? Liz, I think we've waffled on quite a lot more than we needed to tonight. Way so, too long. Way, no, it's all right. Listen, that's getting you to work. And I live further from work now, so I need to listen to this again and again and again and again, as long as I possibly can, because I tell you what, Breakfast Radio is in absolute shambles at the moment there's not one good program well you know everyone's going in the direction of the more music breakfast show this is the more waffle on breakfast show (laughs) nothing but talk yeah nothing but rubbish coming out of our mouths now that maybe that can be our 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 new outro nothing but rubbish uh just stick with what works mate. okay (laughs) you want to start it then uh we got to get out of here do it all again very soon but for now (laughs) <laughs> for now for now yeah I swear see you've been out of it too long Tim I swear you didn't say for now every time you say something different it throws me sorry what do I normally say <laughs> probably for now <laughs>
we got to get out of here. Do it all again some other time. And remember, that's what it is. And remember, it's always overhead when you're body surfing. See ya. Bye.